in today's show. We are like a day and a half away from the start of the NBA regular season, and I'm going to tell you what would be, or what I would consider, a perfect draft. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. All right, we are looking at a perfect draft. Now, is this going to be perfect? Of course it isn't. There's no way. Like, is this going to be the absolute best thing that I could do at every spot I aim to be? And if I came out of a draft with a team looking like this, I'd be pretty happy. But in essence, and you'll see as I go through each of these picks, there are multiple ways that you can go at every single spot. And some of them, the difference isn't that large. But I like the strength that this squad gives me at the end. It's based on all of the new updated X ranks at Yahoo. So when you go into a Yahoo draft room, these are the rankings that are going to show by default. And I am going to pick at pick 12 because I do like pick one. Pick one's good. But I also think that pick 12 is a really strong spot. So if I was picking at pick 12 and in pick one, yes, you get Jokic. But I don't really like what happens at the end of round two. So I still think pick one's the way to go. But I do like pick 12, so I'm going to go my perfect ideal outcome from picking at pick 12 in a Yahoo fantasy draft. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. According to the new updated ranks, Trey Young is going to be available for me. Now, when they first released their ranks this year, Yahoo, they had Trey Young at four, which was crazy. Maybe even three, which was crazy. And they keep bumping him down. They keep bumping him down. They keep bumping him down. And now he sits at 14. So I get to the turn and Trey Young is available. And I would snaffle him at pick number 12 without any hesitation. Guys who have moved ahead of him, who I don't think should. Um, I Steph is debatable. Um, Towns I probably wouldn't have ahead of him. They've got LaMelo Ball still ahead of Trey despite Ball's injury to begin the season. Now on a per game basis, I think they're pretty close. So there is some value here, I think, in getting um, Trey Young at pick number 12. And that's exactly how I would start. Now, starting a draft with Trey like that, I'm already in a little bit of a hole with some rebounds, with some blocks, and with some field goals. And let's see what extra value I can bring with this squad. Which categories am I going to strengthen up? Which ones am I going to leave to the wayside? We've got Trey at 12. Now, there are a lot of guys that are still sitting there at 13, obviously. And I am, you might probably know, because you've seen the thumbnail. You've seen the, 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 you know, the album cover for this episode. I'm getting more and more into taking this guy here. And it's Kyrie Irving. He's available at number 13. In fact, Yahoo actually has Kyrie up to, in X rank to 13. There was a stage where he was in the 50s. And he, even on ESPN, he was in the 50s too. Uh, I've got him like sixth per game. And yes, it's Kyrie. Who knows what Kyrie-ness happens. He's been hurt a lot in the past. He's had personal leave, all that sort of stuff. But literally nothing like that's happening at the moment. And you're on the turn, if I can get a top five, top six potential player, pair him with another guy that might be top seven or eight. I don't think Trey will quite be there, but pair those two together. 
They complement each other. By complement, I mean they're additive, really helping the scoring and the threes and good assists, great free throws. Give me some strong buffer in some of those categories that are hard to get later on. So at that turn, I'm taking Trey at 12. I'm taking Kyrie at 13. Yes, I'm taking Kyrie at 13. That means that LeBron is the other guy that I used to have in that zone, um, and I dropped him down. And um, I actually let LaMelo Ball fall past here. Now, that's, again, a debatable thing that I did. I, I could have taken LaMelo there. I'm just a little worried about the injury, how much time he misses, how slow he is to ramp up when he comes back. So I'll, I'll let him fall. So I, I, yeah, that's that's a no-brainer at 14 in this situation to take Lamelo. But let's take the let's take a crack. Let's go Trey. Let's try Kyrie and let's see how it works out. Now it's a long wait. It's 22 picks away for my next selection in round three. And there's a guy that's really staring at me there. But do I want to pair him with Kyrie Irving? The guy I'm talking about is Shea Gildas Alexander. I'm not going to take him there, but it's tempting. Shea's back. He's ready to go to start the season. He has had quite a few injuries, and there is a, a risk in April, which we're not playing in April. We know that. We're not playing in fantasy in April, correct? You agree with me? Fantasy in April is done. We're not doing it? Good. Um, Shea's an option there for sure. I think he's a top 20 player. Um, but you know, they have updated his rank. It was at 58. It's now into the top 50, which is crazy. I happily take him in the fourth round, no problem. But I did go with Drew Holiday here. So at pick 35, I am going to take Drew, but could the pivot to Shea is really easily done here. I just, that Shea combination, and you'll see it when you see some of the, the other picks that I'm going to make later on. I didn't want to pair these two guys together. I'm sure you know who this one's going to be. I didn't want to pair these two guys together at the 3-4 turn, which can completely blow me up. And I think Drew's got a little bit more safety, and I was debating what I was going to do in this area. And you'll see the other guys that I did debate here. So look, it could have been Shea, but then at the next pick at pick 36, I did end up taking Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis. Now, the other guy I debate there is Turner. And I wouldn't say that, you know, oh, I can take Shea and then get a safe player in Turner because I wouldn't say Turner's particularly safe. So I went for the safer one in Drew and then the higher upside guy in Porzingis. Again, there is a risk. There's no, no debating that. But to get blocks, it's not easy. And I had two options here, so I grabbed one. So now I'm going to be in the mood for blocks. I don't think I'm going to be a strong rebounding team. And I don't think I'm going to be a particularly strong field goal percentage team. But that's fine. We'll get points and threes and assists and steals and blocks and free throw percentage. So Porzingis comes in for me at four. My alternate there was Miles Turner. Could have had Shea at 35 as well. And you know, I, I do think that that is a pretty strong first four picks. Risky, some, some risk, sure. Fully admit that. But if you play it safe, you're going to lose, I reckon. Pretty sure you're going to lose. You might finish fourth. I reckon you're going to lose if you play it safe at every single pick, as you saw in my safe, allegedly safe mock draft the other day. But tell you what is safe. Rocket money. You know that it used to be called Truebill. You've heard that before. We used to come in and you, know, you get subscriptions. And more and more these days, there's subscriptions to TV shows, to food delivery, to wine delivery. Um, and sometimes these companies, sneaky companies, they make it really hard, deliberately so for you to go in and cancel those subscriptions. If you muck around, if I was going to say something rude, I don't think Trubill and Rocket Money would like that. You go in there and you try and do it and there's a million confirm buttons and then the yes and the no switch around and then what am I, what am I doing here? How do I cancel this thing? Ah, it's too hard. I'll just pay the $4 a month. And it adds up. All of these things add up. 
on Rocket Money, you can find out how much your subscriptions actually cost. And once you link in, they go in there and they just find the ones to cancel and they do it for you. How simple is that? All your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. So cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Seriously, you can save you hundreds of bucks per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Pick five. I'm pretty, pretty interested in this bloke, the Filipino legend, Jalen Green. Start of the year, he was ranked wildly low. And I was pretty big on him in this 50-60 range. And a lot of people were quite critical of that man. How could you possibly draft Green there? He's going to kill you in all these areas. And I thought, ah, look, this is what generally happens in second-year players. Got a degree of confidence. I don't think he's a top 30 guy, but it's not outrageous. But these second-year guys often push to this 40 to 55 sort of range. And at pick 60, Jalen Green is available. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. They got his X rank at 62. So it's not far off here, but I, I think he's better than that. I think he could average 24 points a game, three threes a game, four rebounds, maybe four assists. Maybe, let's Hey, if he gets 1.5 steals, then he's in the top 30. Now, he's really bad at steals, but it can happen. Happened to Don Mitchell. Happened to Bud Heald one year out of nowhere. Steals are volatile. They change wildly. Doesn't take much to boost your steal numbers up. So I'm pretty big on getting Jalen Green there at pick 50. Well, 60, sorry. At pick 61, start of round one. That's another second-year player. I'm going with Giddy. I know he had some issues with shooting. He's looked great in preseason. I think his usage increases. Yes, what he did in preseason was without Shea. Rebounds strong, assists strong. Absolutely no concern about those two things. They are going to be strong. No worries at all. And then let's see, can he hit threes now? Can he get to 16 or 17 points? I've got strong scorers. Trey, Kyrie, Porzingis, good score. Jalen Green's a good score. So even if he's a little bit of a lower scorer, I can buffer that. And with some of the picks I'm going to make later, I can buffer it too. I did also consider Jalen Brunson here, but getting a few extra rebounds and probably more assists. And Brunson's quite bad on steals. Giddy's not great, but Brunson's worse. Um, yeah, that pushed Giddy with a little bit more value for me. I don't think it's a big deal or a big difference between these two. But I went with Giddy. Again, you could easily go with Brunson there. Just giving you a separate option at that spot. Brunson, um, where is Jalen? What is his X rank? It is 66. Giddy's is at 60. And then Jalen Green at 62. So there's some value there. And then we wait another 22 picks to get to the next one. At pick number, yeah, pick number 84. Is that right? Or is it 83? Am I screwed my numbers up here? You know, I think I've got my number. No, 84 is right. We go up to pick number 84. Is the, uh, That's what I screwed up. Holiday was 36, not 30. And Porzingis was 37. Got those ones wrong. My bad. All right. Pick 84 in the seventh round. It's cousin Kevin Porter. I think he looks really good in the preseason. I don't think anyone's challenging him for his minutes. He also can have some free throw percentage issues. We're aware of this. But get me some assists. Get me some scoring. Hit me some threes. The free throws, I can deal with it. I've got a strong free throw team. And free throws can be quite variable week to week as well. Like I'm happy with how this team is tracking. Porter was out of the top 100 for a very long time. They've finally moved him up. All these rankings are aligning at the moment. He's now up to 94. So there is still some value, but I wouldn't have got him the way back around. Like he wouldn't have lasted back until round nine. And then at pick 85, I debated. Christian Wood was there. 
and I was going to grab him. But I thought, well, what if the free throws are bad? Then that's Giddy Porter, Wood in a row. That probably hurts me a little bit too much there. So instead, I went for PJ Washington Jr. at pick 85. I think PJ at 85 works for me. I need, you'd see I'd loaded up on a lot of guards early. So now this is the area where I've got to start to get some big men onto my roster. And there are some big men available later with some of the way the rankings have changed. So getting PJ in there to help fill out some of my forward and center slots, I think he's going to have a larger role, more minutes, more usage. Hopefully the rebounds and blocks come up. Hopefully he plays some center as well. So I like him at 85. And Wood at 85, I think is is really good value. On the right team, Christian Wood there, that is, I think that's sensational to get Christian Wood at that spot. His X rank is 87. So I do really enjoy him at that spot. Um, PJ Washington's is 93. So getting yeah, a little bit of extra value there on him. At pick nine, this one, again, looking at how I'm building the team, I've got really big buffers in assists and points and threes and free throws early on. This one has absolute home run potential. And it's, again, part of the reason why I thought I could get this guy part of the reason why I didn't necessarily get Miles Turner early on because I'm going to take his backup at pick 108, Isaiah Jackson. Now, an argument can be made that grabbing Turner and grabbing Jackson later as well is good. Jackson provides value right there and then and then could blow up and just basically replace Turner. But not having Turner, then when Turner is traded and Jackson blows up, I didn't replace my top 40 player with another top 40 player. I gained a top 40 player. And hopefully, my Porzingis is still a top 40 player. Again, get the blocks in. Help to solidify those after getting Porzingis early. Jackson can provide this value even as a reserve and can blow all the way up after this. And that is what we're looking at here. Outside the top 100, we're taking cracks. We're having a a show at things, seeing what we can find. And he's also a guy that can get steals with high field goal percentage, and there might be a sneaky few threes for him. I'm not relying on that, but he might be able to sneak a few threes in there for you. So Isaiah Jackson is my ninth pick at number 108. This one was a tight one at number around uh, 10, fill out my starting lineup. to pick 109. I ended up going with Cameron Johnson of the Phoenix Suns. Josh the Hitman Hart was right there as well, and both of those were options. I think uh, Johnson's probably going to be a better scorer than Hart, Probably a worse rebound of it, hit more threes, and just helping to build that up, build my free throws back up as well after a couple of iffy guys earlier, whereas Hart's not quite that guy. Johnson's going to get minutes. The shots won't be elite, but it just takes one injury for him to really step what uh, step up what he does. Johnson was way down the rankings, and I believe they've pushed him up now to 108. Yeah, so he's basically, like I think he can be top 100. But he was, you could get him round 11, round 12, and you can't really do that anymore. So again, this is so many of the values that we've been talking about have been eliminated across the course of the last two days when Yahoo came in and um, changed a bunch of things in that uh, in those rankings. So some of those guys like the Porters and Markinens, then the two Smiths and um, uh, Cam Johnson, they were way down too low. They did push some other guys weirdly low, which we'll talk about soon, but some of that value changed. So we'll get to that in a second. But I'm going to get right now to tell you that betonline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. It better start becoming your number one source for basketball info as well because we are a day and a half away from the start of the NBA season. Check out the website. It's all the player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, live scores, live betting. All of that stuff is over at betonline.net. We've got a game tomorrow. What game is it? It's Monday night, Chargers-Broncos. 
Oh my god. It's the Broncos. Let's go. Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah, they're gonna get smashed. The Chargers are four and a half point favorites. Have a look at that at Bet Online with a total of 45 and a half. Hopefully Justin Herbo can really low Herbo. Yeah, Herbo. Why did I I don't know that sounded so weird. Herbo. I'm going by the the informal nickname. Justin Herbert is going to blow him up. And you can check that out over at Bet Online. And it's not just that. It's Major League Baseball playoffs. It's NHL. It's MMA. It's boxing. It's golf. So head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online is where the game starts. All right. Round 11. Pick 132. Why have they dropped Nicholas Claxton down so far? Yeah, I love this. Yes, I do think Dayron Sharp's pretty good. But Claxton is going to be the starter. This is a nice boost to my blocks, a really recover, a real recovery for my field goal percentage. He can get some steals as well. At 132, this is one of the big values that has appeared through their reshuffling, as well as a couple of guys who are allegedly, according to their ranks, going to go undrafted. So Claxton's there at round 11, pick 132. What did they drop Claxo's um, X rank down to? 142. Oh, well. Wow. Um, I think he's a top 100-ish sort of player. And you can get him at a great spot. I think Jared Vanderbilt's another guy they've dropped down. You can get him. And he's a top 100 option too, but he didn't really make as much sense for my team. This guy they've bumped up as well at number 12. You know who it is. It's Tari Eason. I'm well prepared for nothing to happen with him early on. It's going to be rough, I reckon. Just be aware of that. But even in you know, if he gets to 23 minutes a night, I think he's like a top 110 player. If he gets to 28, he's a top 70 player. And that might be massive for us in the fantasy playoffs. And... At my 12th pick, which in some leagues you're going to be able to do, in some you're not, right? Just, we know this. Drafts evolve very quickly. But in some, you can do it because he's ranked at this spot. So I'll take him here. And if I get come out of this draft with him at that spot, love it. Didn't invest capital into it. I can afford to wait a bit. And then hopefully we get some numbers. And then with my last selection in this mock draft, well, there were three guys standing there went, wow, what are they all still doing there? Why is all of their X rank outside the top 156? I didn't really get it. So I'm just looking to see what else I've got on my list here. Like why are... Let's, I'm on the wrong screen. No wonder I couldn't see what I was talking about. Yeah, so in the end, I am going to choose Patrick Beverly. He's not really an upside guy, but I went Jackson upside, Claxton upside, and Eason upside. But Beverly's probably going to start to begin the year. He provides some steals and assists, which I needed. And he's great value. So, Beverly at 156, I love it. I could have taken my mate Chris Duarte as well, because his ranking has been pushed down to 170. That seems crazy. In fact, if I redid this draft, I probably would take Duarte there. But what about also the man on the street? J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Clarkson's down at 184. That seems crazy. JaVale McGee's been pushed into undrafted territory. Caleb Martin's undrafted. Karis LeVert, Derek White. The Bronco, we get to do it again. Broncos country, let's ride. Trey Murphy. Josh Primo. A lot of guys undrafted who can have some value for you. So, don't be... You don't be surprised when you find some really interesting guys in that last round. I went with Beverly. So my team in the end... Is Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, Drew Holiday, Christos Porzingis, Jalen Green, Josh Giddy, cousin Kevin Porter Jr., PJ Washington, Isaiah Jackson, Cam Johnson, Nick Claxton, Tari Eason, and lastly, Patrick Beverly with that last pick. Could have been Duarte, could have been Clarkson easily. And that's my team. I'd be really happy to come out of a draft with a team like that. 
And hopefully those picks work out. Hopefully they stay healthy. Hopefully everyone stays healthy. Guys, follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And when you're here on YouTube, you thumb it up and you leave those comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.